Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail Crock, and I'm glad you're listening. This program tonight has been brought to you by Family Tree Medical of Hastings. And today I have a young lady named with me named Sarah Sixberry. Say hi, Sarah. Hello. Can you believe we're in another new year? No. So fast. What happened to 21? Wasn't 21 a lot of fun? It was a lot of fun. Very eventful. Yeah, some are saying it wasn't a lot of fun with everything that we've been through. You know, I was thinking about New Year's and, you know, different families have different traditions. I'll tell you what my mom and dad's tradition was growing up. They went to bed. (laughs) They were farmers. They didn't stay up to ring in the New Year, but... I would go out and find some people that were getting together and we would kind of ring in the new year. And then uh, how about you have any New Year's traditions you want to talk about? Oh, we we pretty much played games all the way up until midnight and then always would light off fireworks. That was my favorite thing. Oh, I love fireworks. Oh, yeah. Mm. Everybody around our house lit off fireworks. Oh, that's a common thing. And then later on, when I really began to follow Christ more, I would be up thinking, Lord, I know what. I know what the previous year was about. What is a new year going to be about? What are, what are you saying? What, what what do you have for the new year? Have you found yourself doing the same thing? Yes, I tend to spend a lot now that I know the Lord more. Spend a lot of time asking Him what He wants to do this year, specifically in my life, but then also um, in in the kingdom. Well, and as we were preparing for this, I was thinking about all the wonderful New Year's resolutions that people make. You know, I think people make a New Year's resolution because they want to they have a more of a successful year. What do you think, Sarah? That is why I would say most people do resolutions. And maybe they want to be a more healthier yes. person, a better mm-hmm. person. But listen to some of these New Year's resolutions. Most all of them get broken. Um Exercise more. Well, I need that. I know that. I, I put on myself on the scale the other day. I think I need that one. Oh, lose weight. <laughs> Number two. That, there it is. I need that one. You know, I could lose probably 20 <laughs> pounds. Do you want my 20? No. No, thank <laughs> I'll let you. you keep. Get organized. Mm. Uh, organize or agonize. That's what John Maxwell says. Very true. Oh, very true. And you want to read the next one? Learn a new skill or hobby. Ah. <sighs> That would be fun. That would be fun. A good thing. A good thing. Yeah. Or save more money slash spend less money. Well, that's kind of hard. You know, I the other day I was thinking about how our our soul dictates a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like if we're down and depressed, I know what will make me feel better. You got the credit card? I want to go shopping. Uh oh. Oh no! Or man, I think I just need to go out and get a Big Mac. You know? No. That'll make me feel better. What's the next one? We have quit smoking. That's that's a good one. Oh, that would also be uh, a difficult one. I saw my dad several times in his life try to quit smoking and how difficult that was for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spend more time with family and friends. Yeah. We love that quality time. Travel more. Read more. Quit drinking. Oh, there's a big one, Ma. If you're a heavy drinker, I would say... You might need to get some help, you know. I mean, you might need to get some help to find out why you're drinking and why you're smoking. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of like this, the self-medication thing, you know, that that people do. Right. We have read the Bible through in a year. That's a hard one. I can't tell you how many times 
I failed at that one, mm-hmm. big time. Until one day I got a new Bible reading plan that allowed me to check off one chapter at a time. Instead of reading the Bible through in a year now, I might read it through in in a year and a half, but I've been able to read the Bible through. I think I'm going on my 19th time now in my life. Yes. Which, but the first few times I tried, I gave up because then once I got behind, I really got behind and I like, Threw it out. I can't read this thing in a year. It's a big book to read. It is a big book. We have set new goals. Always a good one. Get an accountability partner. Reduce stress. What would that look like? Reduce stress. Oh, well, if you've got a lot of stress, maybe, uh, you know, I'm thinking of 1 Peter 5, 7 and 8. Cast all your anxiety upon him because he careth for you. For your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith. Reduce stress. Well, I think that many times when we get under stress, we find out we're carrying all the stress and we haven't allowed the Lord to take that stress. So mm-hmm. and then learn to be happier. That can be a tough one because a lot of times... We allow circumstances to dictate our happiness. You know, many times that's what we do. Yeah. And with reducing stress, I feel like that's a lot of where surrender comes in. Because you think of resolutions, it's like you're adding, almost as if you're adding more things. So it's reducing stress. It's like, what do I need to maybe surrender slash replace for something else? Yeah, maybe I don't need a new resolution to stress me out. Right. Maybe I need to give up some things. Right. Surrender, I would say, is a huge one. Huge one this year. Here's another one. Watch less TV. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so do I. I don't watch much. Uh, I don't watch much TV myself. Develop confidence. Mm. So maybe you need to ask yourself what's taking your confidence away. Yes. You know? Read more, but of what? Right. So what are you putting in those eye gates and ear gates, and what are you reading? Stop procrastinating. Ha, Sarah's, you can't see it, but she's got a big old smile on her face over here about procrastination. Yes, no passivity, right? Procrastination. Always stems from passivity. So what can what can we take initiative in? What can we be intentional in? Let's see. The next one is volunteer more and give more to charity. That'd be a good idea. I mean, maybe uh, go serve in a soup kitchen line. Mm-hmm. When you're giving mm-hmm. a food out to the poor. Mm. Let go of grudges slash be forgiving. Ooh, there's another rough one. Uh-oh. But very much... A good thing to do because when you think about forgiveness, forgiveness is more about you than it is about the other person. So when you think about that, letting go of grudges and forgiveness pays not only mentally and emotionally, but it has some real physical benefits. Mm-hmm. Learn to control your emotions. Oh, there's the big one. Maybe it's not about the control as much it is getting healing for why your emotions are out of control so Mm. they can get back underneath the control of the Holy Spirit under the power of heaven. Because as you know, if you've had anyone ever push your buttons, how quickly you can go from 
calm to red hot mm-hmm. in a heartbeat second. So these are some of the things in the past that people have done for New Year's resolutions. I mean, I've tried to do New Year's resolutions, and finally I just quit doing it. Yeah. Uh, now it's like, God, what do you want for the new year? Right. You know, and as I was thinking about this, about New Year's resolutions, I was thinking more along the line of what would be something people could do that would really improve their life? Mm-hmm. What would be something that you could do and discover that would make a huge change in your life? Because, you know, I was thinking about, I was watching the movie the other day, First Night with Sean Connery and Sir Lancelot. And uh, Sir Lancelot was living his life, he had experienced trauma in his life, so he was like a nomad. And he made his living by the sword. He was a really good sword fighter. Until one day he come in contact with King Arthur and and really found and discovered something that he could have a purpose in his life, that he was he could do more than just fight for money, but he there was a reason for a purpose on him. And there was a line in the movie where he's looking at the round table and it said, In serving others we truly become free. And um It's so interesting that once he found his purpose, I mean, that changed his entire course of his life. And I I have a New Year's resolution for you guys. Um, You're not a mistake. If you're living on the planet and you're breathing and you're taking up air, you're not a mistake. God meant you to be here. And someone might say, well, you don't know the circumstances of my birth. I don't need to know the circumstances of your birth because... If you're born and you're here, God has a plan. Wouldn't you say, Sarah? Yes, for sure. And when God created us, he created us for a reason and a purpose with the design in mind. And we like to we like to pray over people's original design, which is who you're created to be at God's original intent for you before anything anything bad was said or anything like any bad situations happen to you, who God created you to be before any any of the world hit you. So That's a good way yeah. to put it. Any of the world hit you. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we get born and we go through life and maybe our younger years was pretty good or maybe they weren't good and, and you've had a lot of trauma in your life and you couldn't see how God, maybe there's many people feeling like they're, they're a mistake. And you know, it's very common around the times of the holidays for people to get depressed and to be down and suicidal. So if that's you, I have the suicide prevention line here, 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. If you're down, depressed, and think you're going to hurt yourself, call somebody. You're worth it. You're yes. valuable. Check yourself in the ER. There's no one on the face of this planet that's a mistake. Yes. That's a lie of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I think, don't you think many times, Sarah, we allow the lies of the enemy to keep us from our purpose? Yes, absolutely. And I would say one of the biggest lies is just tearing away our identity as far as like who God has created us to be. Because mm-hmm. if the enemy can make us believe that we're not worth anything, that we're not necessary, then that we're therefore defeated when we don't know our identity in Christ. 
So you think about your true identity in Christ, but then you think about how a false identity is developed, mm-hmm. and the way that's developed is through hurting events we go through. Yes. So you might go through something traumatic. Maybe it isn't real traumatic, but it has deeply affected you where you have developed ways of thinking like, I'm no good, I'll never amount to anything, I can't do anything right. All of them are false identity statements, yes. and all of them are lies. Now, they seem true because they're how you feel, but in Christ I can do all things through him who gives me strength, right? Yes, absolutely. So, I love Psalms 139. It's one of my favorite portions of scriptures, verses 13 through 18. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I want you to think about that. It was God himself that knit you together in your mother's womb. God does not make mistakes. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days, this is a really great part of this scripture. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Now that is mind-blowing in and of itself, that before you were born, God knew your name, he knew the number of your days, and I believe in the book he put away about you and me, he wrote down everything we could become if we could discover our purpose and who we are in him. Because it says, how precious to me are your thoughts, O God, how vast are the sum of them, were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand when I am awake. I am still with you. Wow. Mm. And David says later on, there's nowhere he could go where he could escape God's presence. So maybe you're like wandering in the darkness on New Year's Eve. Instead of looking forward to 2022, you're kind of like, oh, look what happened to me in 21. What good does 2022 have to offer, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. And And some of you might be hearing Psalms 139 and saying like, I don't believe this. How would I believe this because of this situation or because of what this person did? But this is where like feelings are not actually true because the Bible is true. So for God created you in your inmost being and he knit you together in your mother's womb. So if you're thinking like, okay, so what does that even, what does it even mean to me? It's coming and saying, God, like, would you show me? Would you show me who I am to you? Would you help me actually believe that I am fearfully and wonder, wonderfully made? Because he's a good father and he wants to help. He wants to help us all believe that. So it's coming to him and saying, God, help me. Help me believe this. Even when situations look the opposite. Well, you know, many times people don't feel like they're valuable. And yet it said in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. And what people don't realize is that if you were the only one on the face of the planet, Jesus would have died just for you. Yes. And not only that, when he created you, you might look in the mirror and not like what you see. But actually, the Bible says that God created us in his image and in his likeness. Yes. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. 
plans to give you hope and a future. But I love the part here where it says, know the plans I have for you. Mm-hmm. So it's obvious here that God has a plan. Yes. So what gets in the way of that plan? What gets in the way of us discovering our purpose? Definitely our mind. Yes, that gray space between your ears and and that way of thinking you've developed over the years of your life that gets in the way. You know, if you believe you can't do anything right, you won't because you honestly believe it. And you got to remember tonight, a lie only has power if you believe it. And, and and that's key. Yes. And so the word for Satan in, is diablos, but in the it has another meaning. It's called whisperer. Mm. So he whispers his lies like you're no good. You never amount to anything. We pick them up as negative thoughts, or maybe they're spoke over us by a parent or a, a, somebody that's supposed to be loving and kind to us, and eventually we start believing those things, right? Right. And that can cause for a really bad new year. Yes. Because we actually will set ourselves up like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. We have Romans twelve two. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So it says his good, pleasing and perfect and it will not fail you know what you know here's another good resolution now i'm thinking of more resolutions maybe in the new year a good resolution would be to get rid of your stinking thinking that's good that yeah that's a good that's one, right? really good yes <laughs> because it's my own our own stinking thinking that keep us bound into cycles of failure and loss yes and how many times have you found yourself in a cycle and you said to yourself, I cannot believe I'm here again. Mm-hmm. I experienced this last year and here I am in the new year in the same spot. So you gotta be able to break those cycles and Romans 12 two is the key. The breaking of the cycles come as we renew our mind. Renew yes. our mind is what? God's word, right? Yes, absolutely. Because what you focus on, that's where that's where you're headed, right? Wherever you look, that's where you're gonna go, right? When you're driving a car, if you look over to the right, you start to veer to the right. So whatever you're focusing on, wherever your mind is fixated, that's that's where you're headed. In Proverbs eighteen twenty one, it says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Yes. And whether we understand it or not, the words we speak chart a course for our future. Mm-hmm. And then there's the spirit realm on top of it, whether you believe in that or not. The demons wait to listen to what we say to formulate their plans. Yes, absolutely. So what you say in a fit of rage, what you say in a fit of anger is important. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need to say, Lord, forgive me for some of those words I've spoken. Right. And break those things off my life, right? Yes, yes. Well, what is the key in finding out what our purpose is? Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great unsearchable things you do not know. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. Mm. So discovering your purpose takes time. You got to seek the Lord for it. What you say that discovering your purpose is like the unfolding. Remember those old paper maps? 
that you used to unfold as you would travel? Yes. And don't we like to see the whole trip all at once? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Does God work that way? Mm, no. No. <laughs> he doesn't show us the end of the beginning. It would be too much for us. Mm -hmm. So he will unfold his purpose mm -hmm. in his plan. So there's the ask, seek, and knock. Take time. So in other words, if you don't discover it in a month or in a half a year, don't worry about it. It's a process. Yes. Most of us like to have a resolution we can get done overnight. Mm -hmm. I did it. I accomplished it. Check. It's off my list. Right. Have you ever done that? Oh, absolutely. All the time. I like to check things off. Then mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being successful. Yep. Ask Jesus, because he's the one you want to ask. Seek God in prayer and his word. You know, when you go to the Bible, it's such a big book to begin with. Mm -hmm. Proverbs is a great book. Psalms is great to read. And I would concentrate on the New Testament and the letters in mm -hmm. the new, end of the New Testament. But ask Jesus to reveal himself to you through his word. Ask him to speak to you. And maybe even ask him to send somebody to you to mm -hmm. say something to you who knows nothing about what you're asking God about, right? Yes. Yeah. That's always a fun one. And then we have, what is your heart's desires? So what is it that you like to do? What do you find yourself most enjoying? Now, I just want to stop yeah. there for a minute because when, when I say what's your heart's desires, here's mm -hmm. the reason I put that down. The Bible says that God will give you the desires of your heart. And the reason it says he will give you the desires of your heart mm -hmm. is because he put those desires there when he created you. Yes. So you want to be attent pay attention to what you like to do. Mm -hmm. Because let's say you like, you've thought, man, I want to be a nurse someday. But then your self-imposed limitation is, I'm not smart enough to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to break that because if you're smart enough, if God put that desire on your heart, then you can do it. I remember when he called me to be the, going to the ministry, I said, uh, God, you're crazy. You got the wrong person. Well, I had my own self-imposed limitations. Mm -hmm. When I finally broke those limitations is when I broke free and began to walk into God's purpose for my life. And man, people didn't understand it. Let's read through some of the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to the enemy's lies. Woo, that's that a big one because man, it seems like he's jabbering all the time, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Right, and it's a choice. So don't do it. Keep walking by faith. So in other words, walk by faith, not by how you feel. So mm -hmm. I hope this has been a good New Year's uh, program for you guys out there. And we just want to end with prayer right now. And just want to really want to pray for you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. For all those that are seeking to know what their purpose is in this life, Lord, I pray that you would reveal to them, that you would reveal yourself to them through your word, through circumstances, through your Holy Spirit. Speak and give your peace into their life, but Lord, help them to find the good plans that you have for them. Yes, Lord, we just thank you. We say spirit of revelation fall over each and every listener right now, and that they would just come to know you for who you are, God, and that their relationship with you would deepen and their hunger for you and to know you and to know your word would increase and increase every day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, I want to. We want to say, have a happy 22. Happy it's New be a Year. Great year. And so, thank you for joining us for Healing Begins. May God richly bless you and keep you. And thank you for listening. <laughs>